I believe that this nation should commit itself. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Zero Percent Podcast, the show that's a statement to everyone to become the Zero Percent, not to imitate or replicate, but to be truly oneself, know your goals, driving forces, and intent, succeed in your way alone to become the Zero Percent. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Zero Percent Podcast. I'm your host, Brad from Orion. We got a brief, be a valuable episode here for your mind today. It's just me talking here, and we're going to tell you a little something here. Talking out my thoughts, right? You guys got a lot of thoughts in your minds, right? Every day, we all have thoughts. And there's a lot more to that than just us thinking thinks, like old Bubbles said on that uh, Canadian comedy show. Trailer Park Boys. Got too many, I can't think any thinks. Got too many thinks in my, in my brain right now. My brain hurts. I'm thinking too many thinks. <laughs> That's what those idiots say, but you know what? That's true. We all think too many thinks. We got too many thoughts in our head every day that aren't the, the, the proper thoughts that bring value to you. Okay, so that's why I'm bringing that up today. That's what our episode's about today. It's about the value of thought. Not only the value of thought, the power of thought. The essential vibration and essence behind your thought. And ladies and gentlemen, it's that old saying that they say, thoughts become things. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thoughts become things. The power of energy and vibration when applied through manifestation. And that's the actual theme of the episode today, guys. The power of frequency and vibration applied through manifestation. And that frequency, it's not just in your behaviors. Because you think frequency and you think, what do I do frequently? I know first you might think math, you might think numbers, like the from Orion Music, that's tune-specific frequencies. Because what that is, is it's a wave, a note, plays an oscillating wave. When that note or pitch changes, that wave will change in frequency, the amount of peaks and valleys. It's as simple as physics. That same frequency does occur in behaviors, but it actually translates almost perfectly to thought. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the peaks and the valleys of your thoughts. Where are the frequencies? How frequently are in the valley? How frequently you are frequently, <clears throat> excuse me, how frequently are you at its peak? How frequently are you at its valley? How frequently are you at its peak? 
How fast are you thinking? How many thoughts are you having? What is your vibrational frequency, right? Well, guys, in order to tune that vibrational frequency, thought is everything. Your thoughts become things. And you're like, so I think of something and it becomes a reality. Like if I think of a, 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 a can of first form energy drink, is it going to magically appear? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it enough, you might hop online at firstform.com slash Brad from Orion and put in an order for them. The case then shows up at your house through the will power of other man out there in order to manifest their money for the day because they've delivered you the package and the companies that made the product and all that stuff, all because you willed that you may want it. And then, yes, you crack that baby open, you can drink it right in your hand. So yes, your thoughts will become things and it's easy to actually think of in the form of a product. Yeah, it's not going to poof out of thin air because there's actual mechanical things in nature, in our na natural environment, I mean by that. Our environment's a physical world. Our thought plane is two dimensions higher than that in the fifth dimensional world, the dimensions of probability. So if you take it into considerations are, you know, length, width, height, depth, we got our 3D and we got our full world here, then you have time as we pass through that. But then what? What about the what ifs and where would I's and could I's and all that? Those probability, that's your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to constantly be rolling through the Rolodex of infinite probability at all times. So if your infinite probability of thought is thinking of your scarcity mindset of your bills that you can't pay, if you're thinking of the job that you hate, if you're thinking of people that you dislike, if you spend your entire time online throwing out comments and things or just spending your entire uh, life online consuming other people's thoughts, really, what are you going to manifest into that world? You're going to manifest their products into your life. You're going to manifest their thoughts into your life, negative or positive. So hopefully those people that you're influenced by are positive people. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you spend most of your time being influenced by people and those are negative people, then you yourself will become negative because your thoughts will become things. And those things are everything. It's not just an item like the can of first form energy drink that you manifested via the process of ordering. And just thinking about it, wanting to taste that delicious flavor and you want to get it in an ice, ice cold can, you want to put it in your fridge at home, all this stuff. These are things, are physical things. We can think of that easily. But what about like your thoughts, like your happiness level? What about your enjoyment? What about your, uh, your productivity, the way you feel? Do you feel efficient? Is your job sufficing you? Because your thoughts every day are bringing out positive things in that workplace environment so your thoughts become the things that you're getting paid for and therefore it all works out in harmony. Or your thoughts every day counterproductive to your job. Like, I'm going to pull this lever and while I pull it, I'm going to bitch about how I hate pulling this lever. That is going to be a disharmony. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a very dumb, dumb example, but let me put it out there. Those disharmonies exist in a lot of ways. There's a lot of things that happen in this world and in this life that you may be doing and you don't want to do. And I don't mean don't do hard things that you, that you don't want to do. That's all about, that's live hard program almost to a T. And you know, you guys know I advocate for that. And that's an entirely other subject that we'll get into. And you can listen to the last episode on 75 hard and get in a lot of that. But ladies and gentlemen, it's putting up with shit you don't need to put up with because you yourself know deep down you shouldn't be putting up with it and you should be doing something that's better for yourself. 
But then just going about your day and going about your life every day and ignoring that thought. That's what I'm talking about. And it's hard. See, it's, that's hard for you to actually go against that thought, to go against that whatever that activity it is that you don't want to do, that you hate so much. It's bringing the negativity in your life, but you don't want to escape it. That's the hard thing is leaving that behind. You know, what influence is that? Is it a personal influence? Is it a, uh, an occupational influence? Is it a mental influence? Just in your environment, again, that's going to be environmental. It's going to come down to the people you're around. Your thoughts become things. Let's get more into that. What are you thinking of every day? Are you thinking of where you want to be in your life every single day? Are you picturing your end result goal? Because, ladies and gentlemen, that's very, very important. Don't just go through the motions of living life without an end result in mind. And I don't, I don't necessarily mean an end result like I want a certain amount of money or a house I want to live in. These are goals. Those are results. The end result is your personal excellence and how great you can become. Uh, we're programmed improperly in this day and age uh, in a multitude of ways. But one of the things that I've always looked against is how we put ages on certain sectors of life, in the, in, 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 including retirement, things of that nature. That, okay, when you're this age, you should do this. You should be more active during this age. You're less active during this period. You should work hard during these periods and take it easy during these periods. These are the bullshit stories that they've tried to program us with so that we never feel like we're in the right place. You see how, what I mean by that? If you're 18 years old and you want to do something that someone tells you you can't do till you're 25 because that's just what an average 25-year-old does, then you may wait. And you may spend time wasting time because you feel like, well, I'm not at that age. I don't need to worry about that yet. Or maybe you get older and you're like, okay, I'm getting old and I'm very active and I'm moving around a lot. But hey, according to modern science, my body's going to break down. I'm going to need to health care and I'm going to have to retire and get off, get off my feet and rest these old bones. And that's exactly what they want you to do to, to, to deteriorate ladies and gentlemen, because it's the exact opposite we should do. The older that you get, the more you should be active. If you could lift Arnold Schwarzenegger, let, let me just do a, a story. Arnold Schwarzenegger used to lift when he was a young child. Or I, I, I'm guessing it was in between, somewhere in between him hitting hormonal maturity and before he became about 15 and 16 and really became the massive bodybuilder that he was. It's in that age range. He's about 14 probably. He used to go out into his backyard in Austria. They had a cow. They had a farm, a uh, dairy cow, and, they had a, and there was a calf. And he would go out each day and he would lift the calf. Well, ladies and gentlemen, every day that calf got bigger. And Arnold would go out and he would grab that calf around its, its gut and he'd lift her up and he'd set her down. This is all in the uh, Arnold uh, Bible the Bible of bodybuilding, Arnold's book from back in the day. Um, but uh, he explained that each day he went out and lifted that calf. And every day he felt like he was getting stronger. And, but the calf felt about the same to him each day. But yet that calf was getting bigger every day. So as he lifted the calf, he just did a daily win. I'm going to lift this calf each day. Well, just so happened that nature... And the unseen world is growing that calf each day. 
So he goes out and lifts it again. That's more weight. And then that's more weight. And then each day it's more weight. Next thing you know, he's lifting a full-grown cow, and he's a full-grown man. Well, how the heck could that happen? Because he consistently increased, and it, and it, and it was in a natural way, a very natural way of looking at that. This is life. This is how it is. If you're active now in your 20s, and you increase your daily activity every day, then when you're 60, you should be better than when you're 20. You should actually be 40 times better. 40 years better. That's where I plan on being, ladies and gentlemen. As I get older, I become better. I'm stronger and better now than I ever was in any of my teen years, any of my high school days. Way stronger, way tougher, way harder. More muscle mass, more hormone power. All natural all from the power of constant pursuit of excellence each day. My body naturally gets younger as my mind matures, which means my body is as spry as it was in my younger days, but performs better because with age, I can put a better mind behind that body. Why are we not as a society all tuning ourselves like this? Because they have us backwards. They have our food sources hijacked and we don't get any real good nutrients from it and all that stuff. And I'm not going to get on the tear about how bad our environment really is to create the true Hulk Hogan's, Rocky Balboa style characters of the world. Or you're, you're, let's go some real people. Mike Tyson's, Muhammad Ali, Bruce Lee. The great masters who invented the martial arts throughout the many years. These were people. They didn't just read a scroll and then pass a scroll down. They trained and they learned the art and then they passed it down and they added modifications. They recreated their own arts based on long, arduous training sessions. Mental, mental breaks. You got to like go through a mental break and break through. This is what life is. Life's about going through mental breakthroughs. We are true spirits, fire of passion. Within a body, the body's limited in three-dimensional realm, and we have access to the greater dimensional realms, but the body's limited. Therefore, our test, our greatest test, is what do we manifest out of this? What do we take this limited physical body and these unlimited manifestations of thought? Your thoughts become things, and they're unlimited. Your thoughts are unlimited. Your body is limited. How do you cross this barrier? You have to break the barrier of the limit on the body and remove the limits. A man doesn't have limits except for within his own mind. The body is not limited. It is completely and fully immersed in this 3D environment. Its limits are only what you're driving it. It's your vehicle. You need to become the thing that you want to be. The thoughts become things through the power of frequency, vibration, and manifestation. Manifest your truth thought of who you are. That true thought will manifest into your true self. Your true self will manifest into that of the hero, that of who you truly are. That hero, that's the true zero percent. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Your thoughts become the thing that makes you the most unique and most powerful you that could 
possibly exist. Personal excellence. I believe that this nation should commit itself. You are the Zero Percent Podcast. Zero.